Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Thursday morning to you. Good NFL draft day. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Gay Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. The draft is mere hours away now. We could finally say that. Ten hours away Till the 2022 NFL Draft. You can't bet it in, in Nevada anymore, but you can still bet it elsewhere. You can also live bet it tonight at places like DraftKings. Much draft talk today coming up. Will Hill will join us to do that. Give us the bets that he has, how he thinks this is going. Bill Krakenberger on his experience betting the draft in New Jersey and the different, the massively different experiences from book to book in doing so. Uh, we will uh, talk to him unscripted with the crack man, hour number two. Uh, before I get into reactions to Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft last night, which set us back on primetime action, Jeff, we got into a little spiral of depression for five minutes on primetime. We had to we had to bring Matt Brown back off the ledge. Because Derek Stingley was out of the top ten? Well, it was that, and it was just a bunch of other things. Like, literally, when you went through Daniel Jeremiah's first-round mock, his last mock 3.0 last night on NFL Network, which was at 5 p.m. Pacific. If if what he was mocking was true, we'd all just be happy to break even. Thankfully, though, if you go back into draft trackers, Dale Jeremiah didn't actually do that well with his mocks. He's got great intel, hits one or two that are surprising, doesn't really do well. So we'll go through his, Peter Schrager's. No, we'll go through all of it, but we'll give you the highlights of his, Peter Schrager's. Uh, also, uh, Todd McShay at the top of his. And let you know what the sort of what the takeaways are in terms of the movement here at the end. First, though, I, I did want to give a, a few bets out that I've made here, and this is again the struggles of doing one show in the morning, and then the tennis tour is on the other side of the world because the timing is off. Um, we do have one match coming up, one match that should be starting in about 10, 15 minutes. You know how this goes with tennis matches; you don't know. This is in uh, Estoril, Portugal. Uh, I'm on Sebastian Baez over Marin Cilic. It's the only match that I've played that hasn't started yet. Sebastian Baez, uh, I got it minus 130. It's at minus 143 right now. I would still play it. I wouldn't go any higher than say, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't play it at minus 150. Let's put it that way. Um, but Sebastian Baez over Marin Cilic. Baez, the pick. Baez in tennis this morning. I made a futures tennis play yesterday for the Madrid Open with Ladyside, which started this morning overnight. You can still obviously get the adjusted prices. You won't get as good a price as I got, but just to let you know, 
Uh, Iga Sviatek pulled out with a sore arm. She wants to get ready for the latter part, the business end of the clay part of the tournament. Uh, obviously, Rome and then Roland Garros in French, the, the slam. Um, I took Paula Badosa, knowing that information, I took Paula Badosa yesterday 10 to 1 to win the Madrid Open. You won't be able to find her at 10 to 1 now. Uh, especially after she won her first round match. And again, this is how, the, you know, with time zones and the shift, we weren't able to talk about this on a numbers game yesterday because the news hadn't come down. But you, if you get her anywhere, Badosa anywhere, 6-1, to 7-1 to one in that pocket, I would absolutely play her. I'd even play her down to 5-1, to one, quite frankly, in her home country tournament here in Madrid. I made a basketball play. I had the two pre-flop bets on the Raptors before the series started. Obviously, they trail, they trailed that best-of-seven series. Uh, first round series in the Eastern Conference, three games to none. Thought those tickets were dead. Now that it's 3-2, I went back in, Jeff. Plus 5-1-6. A little more than 5-1 to one on the Raptors to win the series. I am betting on them doing the unthinkable, being the first team in 144 tries in NBA history to come back from a 3 to nothing deficit to win a series. So uh, those are the bets that I made in the last 24 hours. This was the first 24-hour stretch where I finally didn't make a draft bet. Uh, and maybe like the, the fact that Nevada takes them down 24 hours before the, the draft starts is both a good and a bad thing. One, it's like, really, why are we taking them down? And the other thing is it's just sort of like good because then I, I, I've, I've made enough bets, for God's sakes. I have like 15 of them. And uh, we will show all the, all the bets that I have to this point. Uh, in, do we have them in chronological order? As, as we want to do that. As yeah, always. we do. Uh, we, I did actually finally make a second bet. Oh, Jeff Parlay dips his toe in. Yeah, uh, I took Ritter over 30 and a half last All right. night. So let's just start. Or yesterday afternoon, technically, before before the gun went off at 5 o'clock, Gil. Yeah, let's, so let's get back to Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft. And by the way, the draft show here on VEASAN, the draft special is tonight. The draft betcast, as we like to call it. Here uh, it will be me, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin, and Mike Pritchard. Former first-round draft pick Mike Pritchard. Mike always joins us for Super Bowls and for drafts. Uh, we will be here at the South Point at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, an hour before the draft actually starts. Michael Lombardi and Femi Abebefe will be at Circa. We will be throwing to them each and every pick. We'll be updating all the props, all the common props that everybody has been betting into uh, for the last month or so while the draft is going on. Uh, then at about 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, while the draft is already midway through, hopefully a little more than midway through by that point, we'll be joined by Tim Murray and Sean King from Circa from the Nightcap. They'll join us as well to give their thoughts on what's happening in front of us, what has happened, surprises, who slipped, what's a good pick, what's a bad pick, but generally how the bets are going. That's what we're all about. And then tomorrow, second and third round, uh, the parties from Circa with Stormy Bonatoni. She will join us as well. So uh, just a, a draft extravaganza tonight. We can't wait for this. This is our favorite single night of the year. I think we enjoy this more than the Super Bowl. That's how ridiculous this is. Christmas for adults. That's how much we like this. And the draft, nothing has been more profitable over time than the NFL draft. Now, will it, will it be the case this year? Wouldn't it be the irony of ironies that the books in Nevada that ran the scaredest this year, <laughs> this would have been the year they would have been profitable. So Jeremiah's draft, and this is what sent us, Jeff, into a bit of a spiral yesterday. So this comes out. We're on primetime action. He goes Trayvon Walker first. And remember, this is one man's opinion. We're going to give you another man's opinion in a moment and another man's after that. But he had Trayvon Walker going first. He had Aiden Hutchinson going to Detroit second. Okay, so far so good. Then he went Iki Aquanu third to Houston and Sauce, Sauce Gardner to the Jets at four, Evan Neal to the Giants at five, Charles Cross to the Panthers at six, Garrett Wilson, the first wideout off the board to the Giants at seven. Then it's like a flurry of wideouts, right? Jamison Williams to the Falcons, Drake London to the Jets at nine, and Thibodeau finally going 10th to the Seahawks. Um, Olave 11 to the Commanders, and then Derek Stingley Jr., not until 12 to the Vikings. That was that was Daniel Jeremiah's first 12 in his mock yesterday. So essentially, he was reverting to where he started with a guy like Stingley. Stingley's floor way back when was 12. Jeremiah going back to that floor on Derek Stingley. All right, who knows? By the way, some other highlights from, uh, from later in his mock. Kyle Hamilton slipped to 15 to Philadelphia. Um, on and on and on. Kenny Pickett, the first quarterback going at 20. Let me let me just stop there because, oh, he did have, he also had Brees Hall going to Buffalo at 25. 
So the one thing, and other people have other opinions. By the way, Todd McShay had Derek Stingley going at three, which would be a boon to many of us here. But the one thing that I did take away from Daniel Jeremiah's, which which left a mark and I think stuck with me and I think might be right, Jeff, I actually think I'm going to lose the quarterback one. I have I have the over three at minus 115. I've always said on this show I expect it to push. I'm not sure. This was the this was my choice. This is why I took the three as opposed to the two and a half because I didn't want to lay the juice on the over two and a half. If I'm going to lose, I'd rather lose on the three. I have a feeling he's right about the quarterbacks, which is to say that every time we talk about the draft, I always say, hey, it's understandable why teams lose their mind in the first round to to go over their heads and draft way over draft quarterbacks because you're nothing in this league without a quarterback. Oh, so many franchises know that. So I get why teams go crazy and overdraft quarterback. Oh, my God, we got we to gotta trade for this kid out of North Carolina, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, the Chicago Bears, Ryan Pace. We got to we got to trade up to two and overdraft him over not only Deshaun Watson but also Patrick Mahomes, as it turns out. But, I mean, there's any number of examples of this over time. Remember that draft with Jake Locker and Christian Ponder and everybody losing their minds drafting those guys. Well, we may have finally run into the draft where this class is so subpar that even NFL teams today are going to resist the urge to draft up and get these guys. And I really feel like that's how that's where I stand right now 10 hours before this. I think you're you're at best case you're pushing at this moment. At best I, case. I would take the push in a heartbeat right now if you but gave it to me. The problem is who's the third guy? That's what it and that's always been the 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 question mark with this Gill and uh, I'm looking at Schrager's mock draft which came out just before our show and his one through four is the exact same as Jeremiah. Trayvon, Hutchinson, Icky, Sauce. Same. Yeah. You better news for you on Stingley at Stingley at seven. So at least you'd get your your slot under home on that. Yeah. But the quarterbacks, Willis at 20 to Pittsburgh, Pickett at 32 to Detroit. That's it. That's that's kind of where and and, and Jeremiah's was 20 was uh was Two quarterbacks flip. Pick it to 20, and, yeah, and then Willis at 32. Exactly. And I, you know what? The, as we were going through that draft pick by pick yesterday, his mock draft, and again, one dude, he's actually not had a great track record. But that was the, that was the one feeling I got where you could sort of live through what's going to happen tonight where you're like, oh, man, nobody's going to pick a quarterback, huh? Wow, this class is just that bad. And we, listen, nobody is more immersed in college football than our buddy Chris Felica. At dinner with Felica again last night, and then he 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 said it on our show, and he said it again last night, which is the notion that any of these quarterbacks would be picked very high in a draft is lunacy. They're just not. Remember, Malik Willis was being mocked at two for a pretty large period of time over the course of the last three weeks. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I'm still, here's what I'm still hoping out, uh, holding the hope for. Walker one, Hutchinson two, Stingley three. Nobody really knows what Houston is going to do. Nobody knows what anybody's going to do. It's the most inexact science to begin with, the NFL draft and projecting talent moving forward to the pro level, let alone predicting what these guys are going to draft. But we sure have done well betting it. Coming back, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. Oh, 
OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, Jeff, well, what happened in the NBA last night, very expected, of course, with Milwaukee and Golden State advancing by virtue of the gentleman's sweeps. It was a little more difficult for Golden State. Milwaukee was a cakewalk. A little more difficult for Golden State, but they get it done. Steph Curry, this time starting with a big performance. Uh, Steph Curry doing his thing as the Warriors win their first series in the, in, at the Chase Center ever. Remember, of course, all three of those uh, championships were won in Oakland. And so they get their first series win at the Chase Center, and Curry with 11 in the fourth quarter. Warriors began the final quarter down by eight. He converted a three-point play with 133 left, scored again with 29 seconds remaining to uh, help the Warriors on their way. Shot 10 of 22 with five three-pointers. Jokic, 12 of his 30 in the final 346. Finished with 19 boards and eight assists. So uh, first closeout playoff game anyway at Chase Center, I should say. Uh, And they advanced to play the Warriors do the uh, Memphis, the winner of the Memphis-Minnesota series, which is three to two uh, in favor of the Grizzlies heading into game six. That's the only game six that is tomorrow night. Tonight in the most ridiculous scheduling gaffe of the year so far. The NBA with a triple header of game sixes during the first round of the NFL draft. How do they botch this like this? How has this been botched? What do you like tonight? Anything pre-flop or we, or are we doing the whole in-game again? I think it has to be in-game unless if you want to take Dallas as a pick against Utah. That would be the only one I'd consider pre-flop. Donovan Mitchell is a go. Nah, I don't care. You don't care. Right, whoever, whoever he's guarding is going to have a field day tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just pulling for the Raptors. Yet the Raptors win tonight. They will be the only they will only be the fourth team in history to force a game seven when being down three to nothing. And that would be that would force a, a sphincter tightening game seven at back in Philly. Remember the Raptors were without Scotty Barnes early, without Fred Van Vliet last game, and now Joel Embiid with the thumb issue. So I, I don't know if we'll even we'll have an eye on it, but we won't be paying much attention to these games during the NFL draft. But what a uh, what a scheduling cluster tonight between the NBA and the NFL. Uh, so these are our these are all the draft bets we've made. Now it's funny because you'll hear other people call it disingenuous to show your old draft bets that uh, where the lines no longer exist. By the way, they do that when they have like a hundred to one behind them that's no longer that doesn't exist. Um, Okay. I, by the way, I hope your 100 to 1 gets there because that'll be great for me too. But it's not disingenuous. It, we actually went through the exercise on, on primetime action last night. We we're like, okay, of all your draft bets, 
which one of those could you recommend now? And the answer is we, could, we couldn't find any. That's how quickly these things move. So if you, were to, if you were to go by the policy of not showing things that don't exist, you wouldn't have anything to show. The point is, over time here on this show, every single day for the last three, four weeks, we have been showing you exactly what we've bet on that day. In the hopes of, again, evangelizing how great it is betting on this draft. The NFL draft is the greatest betting vehicle of the calendar year. So let's go back to the beginning on these, and we'll let you know which are somewhat close, somewhat close to available now. Way back when, first cornerback drafted Derek Stingley plus 280. He's right around even money now to be the first cornerback drafted. Really at three, it's either Stingley or Aquanu. That's what it appears like for the Texans right now. Quarterbacks drafted in the first round, over three minus 115 back in the day at stations. I always said I expected this to push. Now I would take a push in a heartbeat. Give me that because I don't know that it's going to get to three. Wide receivers drafted in the first round, nothing close to plus 140 over six, but that's why we talked about it when we first bet it three weeks ago. Right now that's over six minus 160. Total number of safeties in the first round. Now this is interesting, Jeff, because if you go to by Jeremiah's draft again, right, one dude, who knows if he's right, who knows if he's wrong, it would actually go under on safeties. He didn't have Daxton Hill going in the first round. So I don't know. I expect to lose that, though. I don't think he's right. I, I definitely expect to lose that under, under a half. You can get even a better number than I got for that currently. Draft position, Derek Stingley, he's like at under 7.5 now. We got him way back when we was under 11.5. Ahmad Garner sauce, we have under 7.5 at minus 130. Icky Aquano, I have over three and a half. We could lose that if he goes three. Do the Jets take him if he's available? Where do you think the Jets stand at four now, Jeff? Gardner. 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 Over everybody. Yes. So if Thibodeau well, is available, well, if Aquano is available, you think they still go? Aquano is the one that is that seems to be popping up. It kind of feels like that three and four are, again, let's assume Houston stays at three. Yeah. It really does feel like Houston is Stingley or Quanu. And then the Jets, especially off of everything I've seen this morning, look through four different things of people I trust covering the Jets. It's four for four on sauce right now. I honestly, I mean, I have no idea. Right right now, all I think I know is Trayvon's going one. It's the only, and, so and, Hutchinson, and Hutchinson too. I hope so. I know that market crashed last night, but. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau is a slight dog now to go number two because there is buzz within the line. There are some mockers out there who think for a fact Thibodeau's going second and Stingley's going third. So Thibodeau's the guy. If he doesn't go second, where does he go? Does he he drop all the way to 10? I don't know. I think Iquano's going to the Jets if you're reading the tea leaves. It feels that way. Anyway, here's the, here's the more recent ones now after those. These are all chronological order. These are about two, three weeks ago. And now here are the more recent ones as we, as we shift the page. Draft position on Carl Loftus. He's like at 23 and a half now. We got him at 18 and a half. Garrett Wilson, this is one you can actually get pretty close to betting now. So I had under 10 and a half minus 165. You can get under 9 and a half minus 110 now on Garrett Wilson. So that to me is still bettable. And I do think Garrett Wilson's the first wide receiver off the board. And once one goes, I think the flurry will begin quickly. Have Charles Cross at under seven and a half. I don't know if he's going to go fifth anymore, but I've seen him mocked at five, six, and seven. So I feel good about that. I don't think that's available. The Thibodeau one is still available. So Kayvon Thibodeau under four and a half, I actually have a worse number than you can get now. But he's the wild card in all of this. And I have it from someone of authority who says that one of his interviews with a team, the team described the interview as, you ready for this, Jeff? Quote, weird, unquote. <laughs> how would you like that as your, how would you like that as your uh, as your interview uh, review? It was weird. Guy was weird. The best draft review, the best uh, draft analysis I ever heard was uh, when Geno Smith came out, and uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, coaches says. The combine was like slow eyes. That was a great one, too. All right, playing position of the first drafted player by the Giants. Offense plus 100, that's gone. It's minus 170. 
And and that little the little trick I did with the first and second overall picks on Hutchinson, where I was just bankroll building on that by going minus one twenty five Hutchinson first, plus one forty five Hutchinson second. The only thing that could torpedo me here is if it goes Trayvon and Thibodeau, and then jokes on me. And then I do have Stingley uh, at plus three fifty. You could have gotten him at much better, and now he's not quite at plus three fifty anymore. So those are those are all the ones that I had, and that's over time. And the reason, again, we do this over time is because this has traditionally been the event that we have crushed. Remember, four years ago when nobody else was betting it, now they take shots at you. We were not only we were not only betting the draft, we were crushing on the draft. We were also bringing sports books to capitulate about the draft with William Hill. So this is why we talk about the draft as much as we do. And hey, for those who don't like draft talk, next week it'll all be gone. So. I just, we just, the point here is to make money. And so we want to, we want to throw out all those bets that we're making. I think I've said more than maybe five or six times on the show over the last three, three weeks, you can't have a better allocation of your gambling dollar than you can betting a draft. Now, again, this may not go our way. There is no guarantee in all of this, but better than betting a random baseball game or a random basketball game, sports themselves, any game is random. I know even tennis can be random, right? We don't know the vagaries of any match or any event, but the draft is an information-based thing, and so you have to take advantage of it while you can. Now, the NBA draft, Jeff, not nearly as fun, not nearly as much volume of, of offerings either in the NBA draft, especially here in Nevada, but the, N, but the NFL draft, my goodness, tremendous. Who's the first pick in the NBA draft? We don't even know that, do we, at this point? We have no idea. I think it's going to be Chad. In the end, it's going to be that dude? Yeah. So Chet Holmgren, two-dimensional when he turns to the side. There's a certain angle where you can't see him anymore. Give that man a sandwich. Anyway, Will Hill will join us next. His NFL draft bets, what he is betting in basketball, what he is betting in baseball. And Bill Krakenberger a little later on. His experience betting the NFL draft in New Jersey. Oh, the difference. Oh, the difference in limits from one shop to the next. And we're talking about big name shops on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Glad you joined us today. Draft morning. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Uh, our draft guide is available. There's still time to make some money before the first round kicks off tonight. The VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide, Mock Drafts, Analysis for Every NFL Team, Odds and Best Bets for the First Round. Get the VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide today for only $10. That's at VEASAN.com slash draft. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. Uh, we get tweets. That being the book, I always appreciate the feedback. Uh, Forrest Lehman, you liking McShay's mock a tad better than Jeremiah's? I know I am. Well, I am at the top. That's for sure. But who knows, right? Who knows anything? McShay at the top, Trayvon first, Hutchinson second, Stingley third, Ikiakuanu fourth. I think that might be the order. I, by the way, if you give me that order, if you give me Stingley third right now, the draft is a success. Total success. Uh, this is from uh, Papa P8X, who is tweeting us a Ben Valin tweet. Ben Valin, happy Patriots Day. <laughs> he said, happy, happy Patriots trade out of the first round day. Uh, yeah, who knows, right? But here's the thing with uh, the Patriots draft history, in case you don't know the first round of the NFL draft, and this is from Mike Reese over at ESPN.com. Since 2000, Bill Belichick's first year as coach and de facto GM, as he likes to put it, the Patriots have made 83 trades during the draft. 83. That's an average of 3.77 trades each year. The team with the second most trades in that same period is the Eagles with 64. 83 to second place being 64. So uh, that's what Ben Valin obviously talking about. Will they trade out of the first round or not? We shall see. Uh, Web 12-66. He's a little upset because uh, Game Plus not showing us today. What's going on, man? What up? J-Rod. All right. Uh, we need a good rant on, on what the heck Rob Manfred is, is, is doing with the balls. The total in the Kansas City White Sox game is six and a half today at most books. This is absurd. It's like 1968 again. So we talked about this extensively yesterday, how with the baseballs, 
they're deadened in general. But then you have a lot of pitchers who are reporting that the texture of the balls randomly are mixed in differently. So every once in a while, they'll get baseballs that are uncontrollable or will have a different texture and they will fly out of the ballpark. We had exit velocities a couple nights ago of 104, 103, 105 off of bats, and they only got to the warning track. And now, Jeff, you have a Kansas City White Sox, Kansas City-Chicago White Sox game, Royals-White Sox game in which the, the starting pitchers are Brett Saberhagen. No, I'm kidding. It's Brad Keller and Michael Kopech. Brad Keller and Michael Kopech are a six and a half. Six and a half used to be, again, the domain of playoff games with aces. A Tim Lincecum versus Roy Oswald. And now you're getting a, uh, an April game between Keller and Kopech at six and a half. That is how this game is changing. Is that an auto over? Think so. I'm just trying to make sure that the wet, the wind isn't crazy on the south side. It doesn't look like it is. It's cold. Six and a half would be some kind of wind. Yeah, it's, it's still kind of silly. It's not like Brad Keller's all that good. Speaking of wind, how about today? You think we're gonna? Get a, it looks like a lot of wind at the beginning of the draft, but it dies down. I think you're gonna be okay. It may be a little bit interesting getting the people on the stage at the Bellagio, though. <laughs> yeah, for the uh, for the pre pre draft stuff. This is from Cricket Man. Uh, evangelize away. Carry the message, Gil. I'm having way too much fun. I'm not uh, I'm not sharp. I'm not steam. Just winning with good help. School is in at VSIN. Uh This is, yeah, Chance Copperpot. He says, uh, isn't it funny how MLB got today's schedule correct while the NBA botched it up? The NBA totally botched it. Uh, Sean Gaff, who do you think goes in the top three? I, I mean, I think it's Walker Hutchinson, and I'm hoping Stingley, but that's more hope than no. I don't know any. I don't know. No idea. I hope it's Stingley, though. All my bets are based on reading the tea leaves, and the tea leaves and the intel is that the the Houston pick comes down to two guys. Stingley being one of them, Iquanu being the other. We'll see. We'll see. Tim Fraley, best hour of every Thursday, coming up with Crackman. Can't wait for his draft stories. Uh, let's see. Steve Rodriguez. Uh, do 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 do. Steve Rodriguez, Gil bringing the sauce. Oh, so subtle today. Well done. Good Good luck all in the draft tonight. P.S. I've been betting on the draft for many years. Yeah, man. Many of us have. Ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman has too. Uh, he's the host of the New York City cast. One of our favorites here. Staple every Thursday on the show. Will Hill. How you doing, Will? Gil, I think it's the best sports day of the year. When yeah, I, I know you don't like that the NBA has playoff games, but I think it's just a great day to just sit home and flip through the channels. I don't know to, to go on an old man rant here. I do miss. I don't know if you feel the same way. When it was Saturday at noon, it used to start Saturday at noon on the East Coast, and it would just last all weekend. But still, tonight it's a great night when you get baseball, NBA playoffs, the draft. Uh, there will be no shortage of options to watch tonight. Oh, I think I think my complaint is it's too good, right? I don't have too the good. bandwidth for it. Yeah. Because you, you have game six of the Raptors Sixers, obviously uh, followed by, you know, two more game sixes, Phoenix and the Pelicans. Pelicans trying to stave off elimination back in New Orleans. And then Dallas and Utah. Utah, arguably, besides the Nets, take the Nets off the board. Maybe the, the most lackluster of all performances in the first round of the playoffs. And they've won two games, which is the funny part about that. Do you have any plays on any of these three games? I love Toronto. I think Toronto is fascinating. You know, it's interesting before the series, it was, everybody was on Toronto Then they got down three Oh, and everyone's like, all right, I guess we were wrong. Now everyone's back on them, which again, makes you nervous, but I'm shocked. Philly's a favorite here. I, I think Toronto's really discovered something with this big lineup. These guys are all six, six plus they all switch. I think Van Vliet, who's a really good player getting out of there, maybe a blessing in disguise. And uh, I think a couple things, I think Harden's completely shot. I think they've learned that you don't have to help on them. You don't have to double them. You can just kind of play them straight up one-on-one. -on -one. That's hurting Maxi. And I think Embiid's hurt. And anything less than 100% from Embiid is a major issue for this Philly team. They have all sorts of flaws. Otherwise, at, at the top of their game with Embiid, 100%, that they were dangerous. But, boy, I think we're headed for game seven. And don't you just feel like Toronto's going to steal this series? It kind of feels like we're, we're headed for history. It just feels I that way. I would, well, my bets, I would love to have my bets win, but I I would love to see history. I would love to see it, uh, especially because there's a bunch of chirpy Sixers fans on Twitter. They've gone awfully silent uh, over the last two games. And you write about the Embiid thing, Will, which is oftentimes we have injuries where guys still play, and you're like, oh, like Luca. We thought, Luca, oh, my God, you can't come back from this uh, calf. And who knows, God forbid, right? We hope that he's okay moving forward just for us as basketball fans, let alone as anything else. 
But the Embiid playing with this something really does seem to affect him adversely. Like, this is not just some, you know, random thing that he can play with. It It's it, at least the, the early results being in show that it has completely adversely affected his game. And that could be everything in the end. Yeah, and he's such a skilled player, too. The passing, rebounding, shooting, handling the ball. I mean... It's just, I think he's mentioned after the game four, the first game he played with it, that it really affects his passing. You go back and watch. He had three or four turnovers on bad passes. And yeah, I just, I really think Toronto would beat him. He's going to beat him. So I'm shocked they're getting a point and a half. I know it's only a point and a half, but I, I think the wrong team is favored. I'm fascinated by what a game seven line would look like. I mean, they hung an eight the other day that closed to eight for game five. Uh, I don't know how you make it that high in game seven. I'm sure it'll come down a little bit, you know, five and a half, six, even that feels like too many. What do you think a game seven line would look like? Uh, Sixers will be favored, and I think they'll be favored by, by uh, you know, more than a few points. I really do. I, I just think that the Sixers have that kind of love from the betting market, and I, I would love, if I didn't have the bets going in on the Raptors, I would probably jump in and take the Raptors plus the points. How great is the uh, the Bucks celtics uh, second-round series, though, the uh, conference semis? My goodness. We thought, we thought the uh, Celtics and Nets was going to be a good series. What about that one? Yeah, it hurts a little bit that Middleton's out, but boy, that's a, that's a hell of a series, and a lot's going to be made of that decision the last day of the season. Milwaukee punting on home court in round mm-hmm. two, where kind of got glossed over. Hey, you know, obviously you'd rather play the Bulls than the Nets, but it's uh, you know, you can have you always say you can hold two thoughts in your head at the same time. Yeah, you'd rather play the Bulls than the Nets, but there's more to it. It's almost like uh, a survivor contest where you have to think down the road here. You're punting on game seven in the second road in Boston. Boston's a tough place to play. This is a close series. Game one on the road, game seven on the road. Uh, that's the difference in who's favored here. I think if Milwaukee had home court, they'd probably be favored. At least it'd probably be a pick them uh, even with the injury. So that's a fascinating series size versus size. Uh, I do think Boston has a lot of bodies to throw at Giannis. If anyone's equipped to handle Giannis, they could throw Horford Williams, uh, they they just have a lot of length to throw at Giannis. Fascinating series, though. Yeah, I brought up that the decision by Milwaukee the last day of the season a few times here on the show, which is I think at the time they were checkmating Boston, and now it's now that Boston's gotten through, let alone with flying colors, not so much right now with Boston getting home court and would would have a game seven obviously at home. Anything else on the other two games tonight? Boy, it's hard to back Utah. I would lean Dallas there. Now this is an overreaction, not, not an overreaction, but. Last time they played in Utah, the line was five and a half, six, even with Luca playing, which mm-hmm. I thought was a little bizarre. Uh, now we're down to a pick them pretty much the same teams. Okay. Mitchell's banged up. He's not guarding anybody. Anyway, Jeff made a good point. Whoever Mitchell's guarding, you could take the over the player prop for that guy. Cause that guy's going to have a big night. Utah just can't stop anybody. They can't stop the ball. And it's like a football team that can't stop the run when you can't stop. Uh, you know, the dribble, dribble drive, penetration, that kind of thing. It leads to open three. So I would lean towards Dallas here. Jason Kitt was already isolating on D, on, on Mitchell when he was healthy, yeah, let alone no doubt. coming up after this injury. And nothing on the Suns, Pelicans, I'm hearing? Nothing. You want no Lean Pelicans, but nothing. Okay. We'll come back. Will's baseball plays of the day. What he's got in the NFL draft. How he's feeling about that. Uh, what a night it's going to be here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM's pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a homer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the king of sports books. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling prompt. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Will Hill joins us once again at not the Will Hill on Twitter. That's the with two E's. Will, before we get to your draft picks and your draft thoughts, any baseball plays today? I know you always have some. Uh, I took the Yanks team total over four and a half. I think they should be able to hit Zimmerman second time in, in a couple weeks seeing them. Uh, you know, they, they're starting to swing the bat a little bit. Gallo's gotten going, hit a couple homers. Stanton hit a homer last night. They tend to hit him in bunches. So uh, I think they should be able to get five runs off of Baltimore, which Look, five runs doesn't sound like a lot, but in this new age of baseball, five runs oh, is, uh, is an explosion. It's like hitting, th- it's like having thirteen runs for God's sakes. The yeah, way it's crazy. Like, do you enjoy this more, or you enjoy this less? I think it's like anything. Like remember, two thousand nineteen, balls were flying out all over the place. That was too much. This is not yeah. enough. I know people, you know, say, "Oh, well, you're complaining if it's not enough. Complain if it's too many." How about just normal balls? How, we don't need every guy hitting thirty homers. <laughs> we don't right. need nobody hitting homers. Just have like a normal baseball. Just be like a normal sport where you don't, you don't adjust like the basic fundamentals of your sport. I don't know. I think the real question is, what's more bettable, right? And that's all. Yeah. That's the perspective from that we come from. And I had a bit, bit of an exchange with Jason about this early, Jason Weingarten earlier this week. And I think he's right. I think this is more bettable, right? Because the variance of outcomes is is diminished with fewer runs. And so in that respect, maybe so, maybe so. Uh, all right. I and thought, it, I thought last uh, a couple of years ago when the balls were juiced up, it was better for the favorites. Like remember the Yankees beat the Orioles, maybe 18 out of 19 times, just yes. because the better teams are so much better just because, you know, it, I don't know. You can predict like the hitters with, with the big time power are going to pull away from these lesser teams. So yeah, uh, yeah, there's different ways to look at it for well, sure. On the other, yeah. On the other hand, I remember those years because the Yankees would trail the Orioles by about five runs and you'd be like, well, I'm totally in gaming the Yankees because this yep. could, this could change and, and it would oftentimes. All right. NFL draft. We are, it, it is upon us. Nothing makes us happier. You and you and me both on this. What is the, what, you believe happens at the top here after all these mocks have come in like what is your hunch and that's all it is for any of us at this point one two three first of all it's funny i was just i I just retweeted the clip it was uh the old takes exposed they were playing this the 2014 draft which i can't believe it's eight years ago john gruden going on and on every two seconds about how johnny manziel keeps falling and somebody should pick him which it's hard to believe that's eight years ago now but uh (laughs) the by um, the way the uh what is the what was it again the what is it the takes exposed bad takes old takes exposed yeah uh our own kelly bidlin jeff you'll love this kelly bidlin who's the producer of primetime action we love kelly kelly's my man kelly bidlin bidlin but he always brings this up so i'll bring it up since he does that that the guy who runs that Twitter account always <laughs> brings up this old Kelly Bidlin tweet about how he said Chris Singleton is going to be a far better basketball player than Kawhi Leonard. Chris oh, Singleton no. from Florida State. <laughs> so that guy, every time Kawhi did something in his NBA career, winning championships, he'd be like, here's the old Kelly Bidlin tweet. It's phenomenal. 
Oh, poor Kelly. I love Kelly. It's my man. It's not over yet. It's, it's not, not over yet. yet. It's not over yet. It's right. This the final um, chapter has not been written on that mono on mono. All right. So what, what I do you, feel what, good about, yeah. yeah. What I do feel good about, I'm seeing it's juice now, which makes me feel good. Aquanu under four and a half. I don't think will last past the Jets. That I do feel pretty good about. Jeff made me a little nervous when he's talking about Sauce Gardner going forward to the Jets. Maybe it's because Aquanu's not there. I do feel good. Aquanu goes four and a half. Uh, I bet Neil six to one to be the sixth pick. I think if he's there at Carolina, Carolina takes him. Uh, as far as the first top three, I, I do think it's Walker. I'm going to go Thibodeau. I've gone back and forth. Ooh. I'm going to go Walker, Thibodeau, Stingley, Aquanu, and I'm going to say Hutchinson goes fifth. That's going to be like my bombshell that Hutchinson wow. drops in the fifth pick. It, it is. I mean, it is unlike other drafts, right? The the biggest thing is not only that eight teams have two picks, not only that we're, 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 you know, unsure of what happens at the top, but the reason we're unsure of what happens at the top, let's be honest, is because the quarterbacks stink. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the difference. And so, and so there are teams also that are waiting for next year's quarterback crop. There's a bunch of teams that are doing that, sure. even though they wouldn't admit it. And so that's why we have, you have people who are adamant that Detroit is going to take Aiden Hutchinson. And then you turn right around and you have people who are like, oh no, I know for a fact they're taking Kayvon Thibodeau, right? Someone is totally wrong. Someone is totally right. And I have no idea who it is at this yeah, and I think there's another one there. Yeah, uh, Jermaine Johnson under nine, uh, under nine and a half, minus one ninety. If you can find him to be the exact, exactly the tenth pick of the draft, I think at ten to one, you can have some fun with the numbers because I don't think he'll get past the Jets at ten. Now, uh, again, if he goes before that, you're under hits, and if you just play the ten to one, you can kind of uh, manipulate the numbers there. Where I don't think he'll get past ten. Now, you can't bet the under because it's nine and a half, but if you bet under nine and a half, and then you bet him exactly ten, you kind of cover your bases there. So I do think Jermaine Johnson at ten to the Jets. Uh, based on what I've heard, is a pretty good, uh, pretty good bet. I'm tempted to jump back in on crossover. I have a lot of under oh, seven and a half. No, He's at don't six say and a half. That. Don't well, say what number that. did you get? I mean, uh, we seven can and a half here. Seven and a half under. Yeah, he could land right on seven if some of these guys start to fall. Not impossible. Cross goes seven. Now the, the books usually don't do this. They usually uh, move the juice more so than anything, so they don't middle themselves. Uh, that's dangerous. There. Taking all that money, I got plus money under seven and a half. Now it's plus money, uh, the six and a half, uh, with the over. So uh, I, I'm tempted there to jump back in on cross going over. And I, like I said, I really like Neil six to the Panthers. I think he gets picked there. Well, you should just keep your under seven and a half and just play it that way. Because why, why, why so? get cute? Yeah. Why, why minimize yourself to just the one position? I mean, I know what you're doing. If you hit it, you hit both. But I think it's five, six, or seven on him. So I, I mean, I would just me. It sounds like I would keep that position. The, you know, the other thing is. Going back to the the Hutchinson thing, because you hear a lot of people say, "Oh, that this should be thrown out." This thing about how, oh, because he played for Michigan, like, oh, that stupid. shouldn't like that like, that shouldn't be a reason. I will tell you this though, I'm not 100 percent on board with that, because they do need to sell tickets, right? Washington, part of the reason they took Chase Young at number two was because he was a huge star at Dematha High School as well before he played college ball, and there is there was something to that. That's why I remember, like, I, I was on with Brent and humans. I was like, oh, they're taking Chase Young. He went to DeMatha. Trust me, that's like a big – and I'm not saying that's smart. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's a, it's a genius thinking, a bit of thinking. I agree with that sentiment. But I don't agree with the fact that I wouldn't put it past some of these guys for using that as a, as a justification because they believe that it, it's a direct line to putting people in the seat. So I actually do think some GMs think that way, and some owners certainly think that way. Now, if we're going to base our bets on this, is there any way, like, does Detroit sell out games regularly? I don't, most of these teams sell out their games. Is that something that we know? I don't know. I don't know Detroit's attendance patterns off, off the top so of my head. Come on, man. So what's your, what's your single favorite bet that you have now that you the think? Quantum under. Quantum under. What, yeah. what, what do you think you know for sure that, that he's going one, two, three, or four? Because the Quantum buzz yeah. really has picked up on the Jets at four. Yeah, and I'm hoping they they I, I can find a three and a half. You mentioned three and a half. If there's a three and a half, I'll probably jump back on the over because I am I'm pretty well loaded up on the under four and a half. I'm pretty loaded up on some of these. So wow, you uh, really try. You really try to middle these, huh? Yeah. Well, it's, I got. I mean, I just every I, the draft needs to start because every ten minutes I'm you know oh, all right. Too. I see this scenario. I just keep adding <laughs> and adding, and at some point uh, somebody's got to go somewhere. So some of these get settled. But uh, I, I it should be same. a lot of fun. Yeah. I I have added yeah. way too many. And it is, there is a bit of a, there is a bit of a feeling. Remember when we all bet Mayweather and Pacquiao? No, excuse me, Mayweather and McGregor, pardon me. 
We all bet Mayweather McGregor, and we all like bet the house on Mayweather. And it was all smiles, like, yeah, I can't believe it's going to fall down below $5. Oh, my God, it's $4 in four-way places. Oh, my God. And then the night of, like the hour right before, right before the fight, we are like, oh, my God, I cannot believe it. What am I doing? It's boxing. Who knows what's afoot? Who knows? And the first three rounds were not very pleasant, as I recall. And then it got home and everything was fine. I'm starting to get a little bit of that feeling. I don't want to say like a whole bunch of that feeling, but there is a little bit of that nervous energy where I'm like, and I hope it all turns out fine. And I have every expectation that it will turn out fine. But it is much more of an allocation than I had anticipated. Let's put it that way. Now, when do you think Schefter, I'm assuming it's Schefter, when do you think Schefter breaks the story of who's going number one? You think it's like mid-afternoon? You think it's right up when the pick's going to be made? You think it it leaks at some point? Oh, man. Is Jacksonville going to use the whole clock? Are they going to use all 12 minutes? Yeah, come on. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, it takes a while. First round takes a while for sure. And the drama builds, right? And they got to, you know, they got to sell the time. And so, yeah, I would imagine Jacksonville will still keep the phones open, uh, for the entire time. Last thing, do you do you agree with my sentiment that I said at the beginning? And I have over three on quarterbacks. I'm starting to feel I'm going to lose that one. Not even push. That was going to be my next thing. I'm fading these quarterbacks. Pickett over, uh, Willis over. Uh, I don't know that we get a third. I really don't. What was it? I think it was the 97 draft when the first quarterback pick was Jim Drunken Miller. I could see a scenario where these guys just fall like into the 20s. So it possibly lose it. <laughs> he called him Jim Drunken Miller. Jim Druckenmiller, 49er great. Yes. Yeah. I think I think Jeremiah got that part right, that there's only going to be two quarterbacks. I, I definitely feel that way. Will, good luck. May, may it be good luck to everyone here at the Please. network that has bets and everyone out there who has bets. Thank you, Will. See you guys. Appreciate it. Unscripted with the crack man next on a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using promo code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any major league baseball game and either team hits. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.